Tabiso Musia on SAFM. Let's go over to New York then. That's where we find the golden boy, Azinga Fuzila, ahead of his fight against Ogawa. Azinga, good evening. Thank you for speaking to us in South Africa tonight. Uh, how how's the weather that side, Golden Boy? Uh no, it's cold. Uh, Is it cold? Yeah. But are you adjusting? Yeah, but yeah, I'm Okay, no, that's good. And no, that's good. We saw you were doing a lot of interviews yesterday. Do you enjoy that? Do you? Does it make it feel like it's a really big fight this weekend? Yeah, yes, it's a big fight. I did, yeah, I did enjoy that. You know, um, it's a big fight. Um, to be a, a, a common background, that's a big, a big thing for for me. Mm. Um, in a big stage. Yeah. And it's a big stage, undercard of Teofimo Lopez. I saw you take a picture with him. What were you saying to each other? <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, just a, um, um, it's our day. You know, like, yeah. um, like he's going to defend this idea. I'm not getting you watching on, you know. You think he's going to defend his title, Teofimo? Yeah, I think so. And, um, um, I'm sure he's going to do it. Were you there when they were arguing in that press conference, the two camps? Yeah, I was there. <laughs> it's everything that came in front of me, like, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> How was that? How was that for you? <laughs> I was laughing. I'm not used to that thing, you know. Take it home, but don't do that thing. Hey, it but, is- uh, I was happy to see that. Yeah, it, it means they are ready for the fight. And are you happy with your preparations for this fight? Yeah, 100%. Um, and um, uh, I'm glad, you know, um, no mercy. Like, I'm not questioning It's just to choose. Um, he's any surprises. Mm. So, play fight, you will need a security to move. So, I'm Surprise. Yeah, but do do you think it's justice after what happened with you and Rakimov last time he was here? Niti, do you think it's 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 fate now that you are the one that is fighting for the title? Because we know your only loss was against Rakimov, and we know what happened when he was here last time. Yeah, I know it's fair for me, but um, I'm the one who's fighting for the world title. Mm. Yeah, well, like, yes, no, you do. You deserve yeah, to be there. And how is the weight? Is everything fine? Uh, no, everything is fine. Mm. No. I wait, no, it's fine. Wait. No problems. Uh, no problems. What are you expecting from, from Okao? Uh, 
Are you not worried by his power? <laughs> so you'll retain power with power? Uh, and and I saw your interviews yesterday, especially the one with Matchroom Boxing. You sounded so confident in those interviews. You're saying you're happy to fight anywhere, even in Japan. You would have fought Ogawa if you had to go to Japan. Where does your confidence come from, Azinga? <laughs> Mm. So I think my confidence is that from Okay, for those who are just joining us, we're speaking to Azinga Fuzile. He's fighting in Madison Square Garden in New York this weekend against um, Kenichi Ogawa of Japan. It is a title fight, of course, uh, IBF Junior Lightweight title. You can send us your voice notes to 0614104107. Azinga just telling us how confident he is and he believes he can return power with power when he faces Ogawa. And um, he feels that this is the right stage for him. Azinga, you, you fought in Las Vegas earlier this year. You had a very good performance. You impressed a lot of people. Do you feel you need another big performance just to convince the rest of the world what you are all about? Yeah. I think now I can be my first cooker in the I need to put more work Yeah. But in Dinga, because like under pressure, but in the end, the And you know, a lot of people have been supporting you here back home. Team Azinga is in full force. What do you want to say to the people at home uh, ahead of the fight? Um, uh, no, I'm not disappointed, man. Um, I'm to you. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, You're going to represent us there in New York? Yeah, Naranja. Oh, wonderful, man. We wish you all the best. Can you pass the phone to Chief? Is he there next to you? Chief. Okay, we're going to speak to the trainer, Chief Njaganya, shortly. Let's just take a quick break while we get Chief on the line there. And uh, we can also use this opportunity to give you some of the scores there. It's uh, finished 3-0 between Stellenbosch FC and Orlando Pirates. That's the game that I'm watching here on TV. Um, Sundowns and Supersport, it's 2-2. Sundowns have considered for the first time this season, uh, last minute. Um, I don't know if Velila has got his screen on there, if that game is still on or not. Or oh, he's probably watching Chiefs and Amazulu. I mean, yeah, I'm sure. He's, he's watching Chiefs and Amazulu, Velile. That's a no-brainer. It's 1-1 there. Chiefs are down to 10 men. Cole uh, Alexander was sent off in the 60th minute. And that's when actually... Um, 
Amazul scored after that, a few minutes after that, 10 or so minutes after that red card. So it's 1-1. The Chiefs goal was an own goal from Keegan Buchanan. And as I mentioned, it was 0-0 between Marumo Garland and um, Marisbeck United. Let's take a quick break. We'll speak to Chief Njagani after this break. At SAFM Radio and at Tabiso Musia on Twitter. Before we speak to the trainer, Azinga, are you still there? Yeah, I mean, I want you to hear these messages. People have sent us messages. Yeah, I hope the messages of support. Let's play them. Just wanna say, just wanna say, even though in Kuzobeguko a crowd, Zangapa Estates, Pa, a Medicine Square, Kazit Garden, but in spirit, so besisonge si pa si kasim for it. Punza ne siplok. East London, Eastern Cape, Mzans, Songa, Sobesi, Palmfit, Situliquidge. We are fully behind you. Signal away fit. We know you're going to bring this. Anonymous. Zinga Zinga, all the best. Putuami, go and represent us and, and really take one for the team. Hit those punches hard. Uh, this is T from, from Soweto just want to say all the best with all the best and come back with that with that metal <laughs> all the best uh Tabiso, good evening uh, i i i like this azinga person fuzile my brother canvas yes Thank you, Tabiso. We are expecting that the title must should come back. Should come, he should come back with the title. When he hits with power, he must return the more, more powerful blows. Thank you, Tabiso. And a message from Twitter from Wandi Lemtana who says the golden boy has his entire entire South Africa on his shoulders. We expect him to make the nation proud by bringing back home the belt. We are truly hopeful Fuzile will restore the pride of the nation in Las Vegas. So people are behind you there, um, Azing, and they just wanted to wish you all the best. And that's why we wanted to play those messages for you. Thank you. And there's no pressure. Ne? You're not feeling nobody's putting you under pressure. Uh, no. <laughs> okay, wonderful. Let's <laughs> let's speak. And and do you have do you do you wanna win in a knockout? Does it matter how you win? Because when I, you just want to win, eh? Yeah, no, I do You never make those predictions of knockout. This this this. Uh, no, that's fine, Azinga. All the best, boy. We behind you. We'll be watching that fight on Sunday morning, SA time. Let's speak to Chief. Hey, good evening, my man. Yes, my man. How is it, man? Okay, and you, my man. How's New York, man? No, 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 no. Cool, man. Cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The start of the world. Otherwise, it's cold. Uh, big time. Ah, but you expected it. When we yeah. spoke to you last time, you knew it was going to be cold. Of didn't course. You? I did. I did expect this cold. You know, uh, when I met the, uh, uh, the Englishman, uh, this morning, mm. when we were on the on the at the gym, and we uh, told me that uh, uh, this new coat is more than 
mm. you know, there, you know, that side of, of, of London, eh? The cause, are they? <laughs> so, so many, eh? Yeah. And then um, I, I, I told them that, eh? Uh, 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 whereas I'm not subjected of, but I'm not used, mm. you know, in this type of, of court here. Yeah. Uh, I keep on telling them that. Yes. Uh, good evening. Yes, good evening. So, you can... Good evening uh, to, to, to everyone, to everybody, to the listeners of EFM, UFAFM. They are all listening. They are uh, all listening, Chief. They are all listening. Yes. So, so now, how do you adjust your training? Because you're coming from summer here, it's hot, and you're going to winter here. Do you do anything differently now? Yeah, there's no way. I've got to, I've got to, I've got to be flexible enough, you know, in order, in order uh, 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 to stand the test of time. Mm. You know, there's no way. Because if I, I can't do that, otherwise... I'll be in danger, man. I'll put my my boy in danger. Mm. That is my boxer. Uh, I'm flexible enough, as as you know, that I did anticipate this situation or this condition here right now. And uh, and uh, and uh, and I'm not, uh, you know, I, I'm not doing as I used to do where I'm coming from. That is apogeikai. Mm. You know, I've got other way or other form of doing things. I down to go in terms of uh, training programs. But uh, but uh, as as he told you in uh, the box that that was in that, that mainly and usually we're indoors men. There's no other way. Otherwise, if we can't be in indoors, hey, bro, mm. you know we can't fight this coming weekend. You know, so mm. that is another way or another form of uh, making the adjustments. You know, in order to stand. You know, you know, yeah, this this, this situation or else to face. This condition here. So you must protect him from the cold. Yeah, no, protect yourself at all times. Mm. Those are the boxing rules. Protect <laughs> yourself at all times. You know, <laughs> those are our rules in boxing. Protect yourself yes. at all times. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because if I I cannot protect him, now I will be in danger. Yeah. It, you know, it's it like as if we are here for for Elijah or for his visit or whatever you may call it, but we are not here for that. We are here for the fight. We are here for what we are here for. And we are here to make sure that we beat this Japanese guy. Mm. And and what final touch-ups then, Chief, are you doing this week? Are you still training hard or are you taking it a bit easy? No, 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 no. Not at all. Not at all. Not at all. Not at all. Um, uh, you know, we're not trained. Just it's a question of maintenance. Mm. I'm just maintaining. You know, I'm just ma- maintaining what we have. You know, that's coming from South Africa. That is fitness-wise. Uh, mainly, 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 that is weight-wise. Weight-wise. Mm. Because what matters the most here, you know, uh, uh, you know, uh, uh, at this time of the week, that is to maintain the weight standard. Well, remember that uh, Friday uh, we've got an uh, uh, official way in. That's why I'm saying that many were here about the that is to maintaining that is the weight. Uh, there's no way of the final touch-ups. If I didn't do, you know where I'm coming from. There's no time for that. It's too late. And how is that weight? Too late for London. How is that weight? Wait, no, no, no. It's okay. No, no. Everything is okay. It is under control. Mm. You know. We, you know, we, we, we came down there knowing that, 
you know, we're going to face this condition here. So uh, we have managed, uh, we have managed, we have managed ourselves, you know, in order not to be in a, uh, in, a, in an adverse mm. uh, situation. Uh, yes, of course, that's what I can say that we have managed in order for that not to happen. And earlier this year in May, you were in Las Vegas. Now you are in New York. How does it feel, this one? Does it feel the same like like it did in Las Vegas? Or does this one feel dif- no. different because it's a title fight? No, it's, it, 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 it is so different as it was before. You know, uh, 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 these are different ex- experiences. That's what I can say. Mm. These are different experiences. And uh, it was my first time uh, that is in New York. I mean, to say that that is in the U.S. The time which I was here on the uh, on the 28th. Remember, mm. I arrived in uh, in, uh, in Vegas uh, on the 28th and uh, the, the 28th evening or afternoon mm. uh, before the fight night. Yes. And uh, you know, the, you know, there were there were a lot of controversies. You know, that time, but this time around. Uh, we have managed everything at least uh, in good time, and uh, also uh, I'd like to remind that uh, we've been here uh, since last Saturday. Mm. Yes, of course, Saturday or Sunday. No, since since last Saturday, Sunday, since last Saturday, at least this time around, uh, I've got over with what plenty of time as it was before. That's means that at least there's a lot of difference. You know, that is in between. That is in between to say that between. The, you know, Las Vegas and 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 here in uh, in New York. So, so you're yeah. happy, Chief? There's no way I've got to be happy. And mainly, 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 I'm expected uh, to be to 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 be happy. To be happy. That is um, on the Saturday night after we finish about our work. Oh, wonderful. And talking, talking about your work, Chief, how are you going to beat Ogawa? You know, last time, I'm, I'm not going to say what I have said to you last time. <laughs> you know, can I, you know, can I remind you what I have said? Mm, remind us. I've told you that uh, the strategy to Peter Gawa was to Peter Gawa, but I'm not going to say that right now. That is that, that's a different question now. <laughs> so how are you going to beat him, yeah. Chief? You know, no, no, no. Uh, first and first, uh, we we do all, we do we do respect that man. We do we do respect that man very much. Well, I saw I, I saw him yesterday. That is Okawa. You know, and uh, the confidence mm. uh, which he has. Uh, yes, which he has. Even right now, I saw him. That's the confidence which he has. Uh, that man has a lot of confidence. And uh, and uh, and also, uh, something which I uh, I have noticed, and uh, that is the determination, and mm. else to conquer or else to grab the title. You know, I have noticed that by yesterday, mm. and uh, and uh, and uh, obviously that simply means that at least uh, is willing uh, to take on, you know, uh, this challenge or else yes, of course to grab the title. Fine. That's why I'm saying that I'm respecting respect him on those bases and some other, you know, and some others. Uh, 
it's not easy. It's not easy for me. It's not easy for us to be that man. You know, it, those 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 Asian guys. You know, mainly they are the hard hitters. Uh, yeah. uh, hard hitters. I do respect them on that. And uh, and 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 uh, and the mainly, you know, their their belief is throwing blows more than anything else. Their belief is and throwing blows more than anything else. And and uh, you know, so their work rate is so high. But uh, but but believe in me. Believe me, uh, this one of mine, uh, we're going to manage that. I'm telling you, we're going to manage that effectively, as I'm telling you that I know uh, what is expected of that man. Uh, of mine is, is trying to manage, you know, uh, the force uh, of the guy that is going uh, to give, you know, this one of mine. As so, I, there's no way. We've been working very, 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 very hard. So that's why that, uh, you know, in simple ways, I'm saying that we are going to manage that man. You know, the power he possesses, the endurance he possesses, you know, whatever you may mention from that man. I know that, you know, this you know this element of endurance at the same time, yes, I know that he can take the punches, you know. Those are the try guys who can take the punches. Moses Akahim Tedoros, they can take the punches, those guys. But we'll see. You know, the power which he possesses, Okona. But I know, you know, I, 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 I do respect mine also because he has a lot of power. This mine too. And again, uh, I don't want to tell us, you know, uh, I'm not underestimating uh, or downsizing that guy. I do respect that guy very much well because I know that he, uh, you know. I saw the anger uh, by yourself from that man and, mm. the, and the hunger at the same time. You know, those type of things, you know, if you can, if you can combine what I have mentioned to you, mm. you know, that thing tells a, tells a lot yeah. about him. Also, it tells a lot about us, you know, uh, as, I'm, as I have told you, that we are not here for fun. Mm. You know, mark my words, we are not here for fun. But uh, I know that the chief and the boy... You know, is the last man standing. Yes, man. Believe in me. Yes. Believe in me. It's coming home. The last man standing. It's coming home, Chief. Yes, of course. Yes, Chief. Yes. Bring we'll it bring back. it back home, man. Bring yes, it back. there's no other way. If, if you can't do that, I don't know. <laughs> okay, we're going to yes, leave it there. If we're I gonna, do, if I, yes. Yes, we just we just gonna leave it there, Chief. We believe in you. We believe in Azinga. There's so much support from here at home. People um, excited and they are confident that Azinga can bring that belt home. And it seems like you have your bases covered. There, you've worked very hard to get to this point, and uh, I'm sure you will go uh, that one more step. And Terrence Tutu has sent his well wishes. Is he not in New York? How, Terrence? Are you not going there to support or you're going to make a last-minute grand entrance there at Madison Square Gardens? But Terrison Tutu Chief has sent his well wishes uh, to you and the team. Thank you for speaking to us. All the best. Thank you, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, of course. Thank you very much uh, to, the, to the listeners and the support uh, which we received. Did you see the Thank message from the fantastic. Premier? Even the Premier sent a message, eh? Yes, of course. You know, yes, of course. Big uh, fight. That is... You know, yes, of course. That is our leader. I do respect. No, he knows that very much well. 
Thank you. You must support us when we come back, the Premier. In fact, we do respect everybody, but that is our man. Thank you, my man. Thank you, Premier Oscar Maboyane, there for that message. We're going to leave it there because we want to look back at Crawford and Porter also. Uh, Good luck to the team in New York. I've been to New York in November. It is so cold. I can understand exactly what they are saying. But they're not making excuses. They prepared for the cold and uh, they are ready to do battle against Kenechi Ogawa. It will probably be Sunday morning, South African time. Piso Musia on SAFM. Let's go back now to last weekend's fight between Crawford and Porter. We joined on the line from 3rounds.com, Raimundo Dioses. Good evening from us in South Africa, Raimundo. Thanks again for speaking to us. Oh, good evening, South Africa. Nice to be on your show again. Azinga is back in the U.S., Azinga Fuzile, this weekend against Ogawa. What are you expecting from Azinga, um, Raimundo? Well, you know, I, I really liked Azinga's performance against Martin Ward. He showed that he's got fast feet, fast hands. Uh, he's a he's a patient fighter. Against Ward, he took his time in the early rounds, found his ground, uh, scored knockdowns in round four and round seven, and then got the stoppage win. So I, I can see him, you know, uh, building on, on that momentum against Kenichi Ogawa for the vacant uh, IBS title. Wonderful. And um, were you surprised last week by how Crawford dispatched Porter because it was seen as his toughest fight? Uh, I was not. You know, Crawford had been waiting uh, for years for a win uh, against a high-caliber opponent and not just like a B-level opponent, which is what he has been facing recently. So, you know, uh, this gave him his defining win. He stopped. Sean Porter, which is something that no other fighter has done in the welterweight division, and he really showed that uh, you know he is you know either one or two in the sport alongside Canelo Alvarez. You can either pick him on top or Canelo on top, but Crawford he really showed uh, some dominance over 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 Porter, which shows that he's one of the best fighters in the world. And in your opinion, how was the fight? Because he sure silenced his critics this past weekend, Crawford. Uh, well, you know, he um, was pressured by Porter, which everybody knew was going to happen. Sean Porter, he's a pressure fighter, an aggressive fighter. It's hard to look really uh, really good against uh, Sean Porter. I remember the fight uh, against Errol Spence. You know, Porter made it a dog fight, as they say. You know, he was in the trenches with, with Spence, which made Spence do the same thing, uh, which led to a, a knockdown uh, for Spence, and then he also had beaten Crawford. So that's, that's kind of the type of fighter that Sean Porter is. He's a fan-friendly, fun, pressure fighter. And all respect to him, you know, in his retirement. Yes. And um, what do you make of his retirement? Did you see that one coming? I did not see that one coming. And, you know, it was interesting. I had read something online saying that when the fighter knows ahead of time that this is going to be his last fight, uh, that either worked for or against him. And mm. Porter had mentioned that he thought the Spence fight was going to be his last fight. Yes. So coming into the Crawford fight, you know, he may have had one foot out the door already, you know, uh, which may have perhaps made him less uh, able to, you know, really engage during a training camp and, and, and to really engage on fight night, which is something that his father had brought up, that he wasn't in, uh, impressed with the... Uh, lead up in the training camp against 
uh, Crawford. And was that something new? Has it happened before? Has it been a problem before that probably doesn't prepare well for his fights? Uh, you know, normally, you know, um, Sean Porter, he's 100% professional. He comes into every fight, um, you know, in every training camp, you know, ready and uh, ready to go. It was a little bit surprising to hear his father immediately mention that he didn't like what he was seeing from his son during the training camp. So that was, you know, something to take into factor. What also is into factor is that he was facing one of the best fighters in the world, you know, in, in, in Crawford. So there's nothing to be ashamed about, you know, when we go, you know, into the late rounds against a, a fighter of, of, of Terrence Crawford's caliber. And where will Sean Porter be on the list when we talk about some of the best in this sport, Raimundo? Because he's never shied away from facing the big guns. He's gone in the ring against the likes of Spence. You've mentioned Thurman, um, Danny Garcia, Brona, Ugas. What does that say about him also? Yeah, it, it does say a lot about about him. And by the way, people still bring up the Ugas uh, fight, mm-hmm. which some people, most people, think he won. I was there for that one as well. And yeah, I could have seen Porter perhaps edging that out uh, or even, you know, by a wider margin. But, you know, his resume is going to age like a fine wine. It's going to look really well when we look back on, you know, his wins, his losses, you know, and he's really like a throwback fighter to where he, you know, would lose and then go right back into, you know, another opponent. That's something that us as boxing people need to uh, reflect about fighters that continue to fight even with a loss. And everybody, boxing people are now talking about Crawford and Spence, uh, that that should be next. Is there is there a will to make this fight happen? Do you see it happening soon? I do not see it happening soon. Uh, you know, it's been something that has been on the agenda for boxing fans for years. Uh, unfortunately, it's that type of fight that, you know, uh, it's going to elude us a bit. Uh, there is a possibility because Terrence Crawford will now be a free agent away from top rank. Mm-hmm. So uh, top rank, you know, can either decide to sign him again or uh, Terrence Crawford can sign with the PPC or any other uh promotional outfit and then see if we can get an eventual Errol Spence fight. But just uh, by the looks of it, I, I don't I don't see it happening, at least in his next fight. And and why is it separating? And from, you know why? Let, yes. let, 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 let me follow up. Yes. Well, let me let me follow up on that, too. You know, I, I, it, you know, Spence, you know, he's coming off of his uh, retinal detachment. So he's definitely mm. not going to want to jump right in against Terrence Crawford. You know, after that, you know, I, I can see Errol Spence at least wanting one fight. And then maybe seeing if he would agree to a uh, Crawford showdown, maybe uh, in the second half of, of the year of 2022. <laughs> mm-hmm. So do you, I know his contract comes to an end, but does the fact that maybe Bob Arum couldn't make Spence Crawford happen part of his reason to leave top rank? Uh, yes, I, I believe that that was a strained marriage uh, with a lot of ups and downs. Uh, Bob Arum over the years was very vocal about Crawford not being much of a ticket seller outside of his home state of uh, Nebraska. Nebraska. Uh, so, you know, that's something that fighters, they, they read, you know, and, and they hear it and they see it online. And they don't like to hear something like that from the promoter. And, and in all respects, you know, a promoter is supposed to uplift you and promote you mm. and perhaps not, you know, 
uh, be as loose-lipped as, as uh, the legendary Bob Barham is at times. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Ramona, thanks for your insight. We appreciate your time. It's always a pleasure talking to you in South Africa. Oh, thank you so much. And hey, best luck to uh, Zinga, yeah. the golden boy. It's coming home. It's coming home, uh, Raimundo. Thank you so much. Thank yes, you. thank you so much. Thank you. Bye. 3morerounds.com. Go check them out there. A uh, man that covers boxing there in the U.S., Raimundo Diosis. We'll take a quick break. We'll talk to a trainer after this. SAFM Radio and at Tabiso Musia on Twitter. Let's wrap up the show by talking to a trainer just to try and understand more about what they, what they do, especially after what happened with Crawford and Porter there. Sean Smith from the Smiths Gym in, joins us on the line. Sean, good evening. Thanks for taking our call. How's that? Absolute uh, I appreciate you having me on the show, and good evening to everyone. Thanks, Sean. What did you make of that stoppage in the 10th round from Porter's Corner um, against Crawford? Was that the right call, in your opinion? Um, well, yes and no, because um depends on like, you know, like the scorecards, how far he was behind, or if they thought he was behind. Did you know like the final uh, scorecards? Did you know what the fight was? Where it was. Yes, uh, Crawford was ahead. Mm, yeah, so you know what, with the two knockdowns going two behind, I mean, he had to come for like a knockout to win. So, you know what, I mean, like there's life after boxing. Mm. I mean, obviously, from a fan perspective, and I think Sean Porter would like to have known, maybe like gone like the distance and just seen the fight out. But I think, you know, like I said, life after boxing. Once there's injuries that you, you cannot reverse, you know what I'm saying, mm. it, it, it can leave a lifetime of um, regret. Yeah. So I would say rather regret stopping slightly early than too late, you know. And in a situation like that, Sean, as a trainer, do you discuss it with a boxer before or is it up to your discretion? Like, do you say to a boxer, look, if you're taking too much punishment here, I'm going to, do you do no, let me call it off? No. You know what, from a must be honest, you know what, like you're never going to a fight wanting to have that discussion. It mm-hmm. can start like to play on the boxer's mind, play on the, the back of his mind, like why did my coach say if I get hit in it? You know what I'm saying? So it's almost like, you know what I'm saying? Like if you're going like a car and you're going on uh, in a drive and you say, okay, listen, if we have an accident, you know, what are we going to do just in case? You know what I'm saying? You don't really discuss that. You, mm-hmm. you know, like you're going optimistic optimistically that you expect a good result, you expect to be saved, obviously, by the grace of God. But, I mean, I think, like, the situation will warrant that. Obviously, like, you got, like, the referees, the doctors ringside. You don't often want to be in a situation like that, that you that you feel it's, like, life or death, do or die. But, I mean, obviously, use your discretion. You've got to feel, can a boxer honestly win? You know, can he come from behind? Is he strong enough to stay on? You know what I'm saying? He's a guy just too good. Is his timing too good? Is it ferocious? Onslaught, non-stop. So, like, you have to weigh, um, weigh the options. And it's not easy because you've got seconds to work with, minutes to work with. So, oh, you know, like I just said, optimist, optimally you gain hoping to win and whatever but god forbid if uh, the situation arises that you'll make the right decision and use your discretion obviously for the, for the good of the box and that's the main thing you got to like see that he doesn't sustain lifelong or 
injuries where you can help it and you've got the opportunity to intervene, I think you need to make the call responsibly. Mm-hmm. And let's find out more about what makes a good trainer, Sean. We saw Abman Porter is, is trained by his father, obviously. Um, that, that, does a trainer... Do you does a trainer need to be a seasoned fighter in order to train? Does your trainer have to know what it feels like in the ring, or what does it depend on? Um, yes and no. You know, if, I, if you go back in history and you look at the great trainers, they're not necessarily like a good fighters themselves. Quite the contrary, you know what I'm saying? You look at some of the best trainers, like Emmanuel Stewart, Castamado. They were never known for like their their fighting, you know, like abilities. But I mean, I think it's obviously like myself. I fought a bit of amateurs, whatever. But I mean, my my dad was a boxer, so yeah. all we knew and heard and understood and as youngsters was the sport of boxing. You know what I'm saying? So being in the environments, you know, like important, you know, whether you're a champion, fight or not. I don't think so. You know, like my dad was a great. Uh, it was um, one uh, they said title three, four times he, he, he taught us everything about the sport but I, w- I wouldn't necessarily say he would go mm. to training you know what I'm saying mm. I think like you know like a fighter after the career I wouldn't say they got like, the interest to sit and to teach you know what I'm saying it's, mm. it's a whole different mind shift and mindset but like I said if you grow up in the sport you're surrounded by the sport you you can do anything. It's about your desire, what you what you want to do, like a love for the sport, being able to communicate to people. That doesn't mean you're a good fighter. You know, to talk to people and to motivate them and understand you. You know, so I think it's it's a, it's an individual thing. I don't think it makes one specific thing to be a good. Uh, uh, you know, you need like the knowledge. You need to understand how people work when to scream and shout when not to say anything um obviously like you know <laughs> the skill side of it yeah. the motivation side of it and then there's all like the other things that go around like for us South Africa we do the managing and we train the boxers so for me I need to understand the art of how like to coach a boxer mm. and I need to know how to manage boxes. So when I talk about the management, it goes from a promotional, from a fight aspect. It goes down even to the finer things that when when I, I, I know when my boxing needs to eat, when he doesn't need to eat. Do I need to go and buy him vitamins? Do I need to organize him a lift, transport, get him a car, sponsorships? So it's I literally, by the grace of God, I do like the A to Z of it. And then, how do you, how does a trainer choose then, Sean, which boxer to work with? How how does it have to be the right fit? Is it the right style? What do you take into account? Do you have to have a bond? Do you have to have trust? Um, yeah, I think you know what it's like. Whatever industry you're in, good trainers, and you've been around the game, you've had some success. You know, good promoters, whatever. Then you start to earn like a name in the sport, and people start to see your work. Then from from my side, you start to scout guys that are you would like to work with, and then ultimately, only once you're in the relationship, you can see if if you enjoy each other from a respect issue, the character of the boxer. Do, do you get on? Do, do you click? You know what I'm saying? It's like you know, like a man and a woman. Mm. 
or it's a friend. You might have two guys that don't look anything alike or anything, whatever, but they just, when they see each other, they get on, the respect is there, it's mutual, it works, the chemistry is right. You need the, the chemistry for a boxer, the coach needs to be, you know what I'm saying? Mm. Or he's respectful when a guy walks in the gym, you know, like he sees you, he's uplifted. It's, you know, like I was saying, if you go to school, you know, sometimes you go like to class, you see like a teacher that motivates you, you want to study, you want to learn. Mm. You know what I'm saying? They inspire you to be like a better student and it's like a similar thing, you know. And ultimately, is, is the trainer responsible for how a boxer performs in the ring or is it 50-50? How do you, how do you weigh it up? Um, yeah, absolutely. You know, like I said, it's like going to school. The teacher, you can have the best teacher. One kid can get uh, flying um, a, a, a results. And then in the same class, the same lesson, uh, you get another student who's unable like, to pass or not able to perform the exam in the exam. You know what I'm saying? So... Obviously, that's why me, I like to work with athletes who have gone through the amateurs. You know, I trained Vizum Chunu. He came from an uh, amateur background, won all Africans, uh, Africa Games. He was international. Tulani Mbenge was Commonwealth medalist, SA champion numerous times. Uh, Sunjika, JJ Sunjika, went to the Olympic Games. Yeah. So I know sort of what I'm dealing with. And, what, and then it is up to me. It is my responsibility to make sure I can get the best out of my athlete, my boxer. You know, and that's like a non-stop relationship. You know, it takes time together, ups, downs, good moods. I'm in a bad mood. He's in a, he's in a good mood. You know what I'm saying? So it's, 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 it's an amazing experience between like the boxer. When you get it right, between the boxer and the uh, trainer, when you get like the chemistry right, to be so myself, we've been together now for 11 years. Sure. I met him in 2010. Mm. Tools, I think we're going on to six years now. So these are really special relationships. The bond is amazing. Um, we've won 90% together. And the little bit we've lost, it's, it's strengthened our relationship, you know, like if anything. It loses a team. And uh, that's why I also respect the athlete. The athlete needs to be responsible for what he does, how he, how he conducts himself, and work together as a team to, to perform. You know, like I said, it's my responsibility. I might have a big opportunity with the Bisa now. End of the year, it was meant to fight Macabre for the World mm-hmm. Title. Now, in December, they might have moved to, to January. End of January. So I booked my holiday with my family, whatever. So. I, I might have to stay home, stay go on holiday because it's my responsibility to make sure that I give to Bisa the best opportunity to perform and win. So I can sleep at night and know I've been there for my boxer 100% and I've done everything I can to give him the best result. And then you know what? When lose a door, you can live with the decision. So yeah. that's like the sacrifice you make as a coach and you largely impact the performance of the athlete. Okay, yeah, that's a lot. Sean, let's park it there. Can we continue the conversation next week? Because there's a lot we want to talk about also. What happens in the corner? Who should be in the corner now uh, during a fight? But I think you've given us a lot here to um, to digest. And thank you very much for joining us and for this insight. But we'll continue the conversation next week. Uh, fantastic. Okay. Thanks, Sean.
We just have to leave it there because of time and we want to find out. Ntunu, Makabu, did he say January? We'll pick it up next week. Let's leave it there. We really have to go to news now. And it's a Wednesday. Koketo is also probably waiting in